football fans, it's that time of year again. Fantasy football is back. And with it are our rankings, our player rankings. We're going to start with the 2023 running back rankings. We're going to have the top 32 running backs. And if you watched last year, you know this is a list unlike any other. I put a lot of emphasis on age, if you remember from last year. Uh, basically, the way that I do it is tied as the first criteria for me are skill and age. Maybe age you'll see is a little bit uh, more important because, as we know, at the running back position and the league is just only starting to catch up here. The younger you are at this position, the less damage you're going to um, have taken. And this is a brutal, brutal position. Uh, very short lifespan. This is why a lot of these players don't get long contracts. And it just plays out every year. So tied at first for me is skill and age in terms of the criteria. And then second is opportunity. So that's what you're going to see reflected on this list. And when I think of the running back position, I think of it like a game of perfection. Eventually that buzzer is going to go off and the longer you um, play, the higher likelihood uh, of a disaster, especially at this position. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in here. And if you're watching uh, either on YouTube or on Spotify via the video platform, you can see I got the players up on on the screen here. Ignore the ignore these 33 35 here. Um, we're going to start at number 32 and we got Jonathan Taylor at number 32 uh, of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, listen, of course this guy wouldn't be this low on this list, but um, he is a, a guy that is essentially on the trading block at this point. He hasn't been at camp at all, hasn't played in the preseason. Uh, is very upset about his contract, and they are looking to trade him. So he may not be on this team. He may go to another team, maybe the Miami Dolphins. Their situation's a little uh, messed up and, and tenuous, as we'll see a little bit later on here. Um, Jonathan Taylor's been in the league. This is going into his fourth year. And uh, another thing I'm, I'm going to mention during these rankings is uh, some of the handcuffs that you might want to have on on these teams if you end up drafting them and of course you know I am a big fan of rookie running backs because that is their prime in my opinion it's um, unlike any other position so in this position I would handcuff if you're gonna take Jonathan Taylor and you want the Colts running back I would handcuff him with rookie Evan Hull um, he's just okay he's not great but you know as a rookie I recommend him over anybody else on this depth chart so number 32, Jonathan Taylor. Moving into number 31, another little bit of a shocker, Alvin Kamara uh, of the Saints uh, going into his seventh year. But, of course, the big issue here is that he is suspended for the first three games of the season. And if you know fantasy football, um, that is about a one-fourth of the season. Uh, so um, to have a guy that's not going to play the first three years – uh, that's going to have to knock off some rust probably when he comes back in week four or, or maybe even week five. Um, not the ideal uh, situation. Of course, skill-wise, he's not here. But in terms of fantasy, this is where he is. And uh, the guy you want to handcuff him with, um, the rookie, is Kendra Miller. Um, he is a guy that is a lot higher in, uh, 
other uh, rankings. I think he's okay, but again, as a rookie running back, Kendra Miller would be the guy to handcuff Alvin Kamara with. Moving on to number 30, Raheem Mostert of the Dolphins. Uh, this is his ninth year, and depending on which depth chart you look at here, sometimes they have Raheem Mostert. Mostly it's Raheem Mostert that they have starting, but it, some some depth charts have Jeff Wilson, and some of them have um, the rookie, uh, Devon A-Chain, who is all you know the buzz in uh, many fantasy football heads uh, podcasts and shows. You know when I watched him play, I think he is um, you know better than those first two rookies I I mentioned, Hull and and um, and Kendra Miller. But he is, uh, in my estimation, nowhere near um, the hype um, that he's getting. So I would. Um, I would try to afford this backfield if you can, the Dolphins backfield. So um, Raheem Mostert here is at uh, number 30, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the number 29 guy, which is James Conner. The Cardinals, um, he's a seventh-year guy. He is a guy that um, could have been out of the league before this. Um, Found ways to get touchdowns over the past year or two. It, which is why he's in the league. He has kind of a nose for for the end zone, but has no real discernible future or, um, I don't know, skill really other than uh, finding the end zone. A lot of times he kind of reminds me of a Jamal Williams, but maybe not as good. So um, James Conner here, this is another, you know, backfield that I might uh, I might fade if I could, but he is a starter. So James Conner at 29. At 28, we got Cam Akers from the Los Angeles Rams. This is his fourth year. Uh, again, um, he has opportunity to his advantage. Again, fourth year, I guess middle of the road these days for, for, for running back, maybe a little bit old. Um, but he's getting the opportunity. So that's about as much as I can say positive about this guy. Um, the rookie you might want to handcuff him with is Zach Evans. Zach Evans, uh, again, um, I don't have much to say about this guy. Uh, didn't really impress me too much, but he is the the uh, handcuff that you want to have on this team. Zach Evans for Cam Akers. Moving on to number 27 here, Josh Jacobs. Unfortunately, this guy was the rushing leader last year, but um, going into his fifth year here, He's expected to be back uh, before week one, but of course he missed all of training camp. He he left La- Las Vegas um, early in training camp, or I'm, I'm not sure if he ever went to training camp. Um, of course, it's it's known that he's upset with his lack of a contract and hasn't been at camp, so um, hasn't gotten any reps. And uh, Zamir White, you know, has been getting all the reps there, so. Um, and Demir White's a second-year guy, so I have more faith in him as a second-year guy. He, he, you know, he could take his job eventually if things go sour in this uh, relationship as they have already started to. So even though Josh Jacobs tremendously talented, it's still kind of up in the air whether he will be back uh, with the Raiders in play or not. Uh, Zamir White, uh, as a prospect, I think he he is a little bit inconsistent. I was. Um, I was I, I was pretty high on him uh, last year re- relatively, 
Uh, he had some good runs in this preseason, but um, again, neither of them are spectacular, but they do have opportunity, and if Josh Jacobs gets um, into the flow of things, maybe after the first week, he can be a real steal for you guys, but as it is right now, given the uncertainty, Josh Jacobs at number 27. Number 26, we got Joe Mixon from the Bengals. This is his seventh year. Uh, this is a guy that um, has legal issues, has been really distracted. The Bengals offseason has been um, uh, a little bit strange, of course, with Joe Burrow also got injured. Not the best start for them. This uh, this happens with teams that go, uh, you know, deep into the playoffs and, and uh, you know, they end up, I don't know, having atrophy and or um, – having a lot of fatigue on uh, a lot of their muscles because they end up playing much longer. Uh, so Joe Mixon here, I have at number 26, he's he's, he's a good running back, but um, because it's his seventh year and I don't think he's really exceptional, uh, I'm just going to keep him here at number 26. Number 25, we got Aaron Jones of the Packers. Um, this is his seventh year. He is also one of those guys that has opportunity, has some skill, but is just getting older. Seven years as a running back is is old. So um, you look at a guy to handcuff him with, uh, and you're looking at uh, Emmanuel Wilson. He is one of the guys that did impress me. Uh, he is a rookie uh, during the preseason. So if you're going to get Aaron Jones absolutely handcuff him with Emmanuel Wilson as we move on here to our number 24 guy Miles Sanders Miles Sanders uh, now on the Panthers uh, he is entering his uh, fifth year this is again another guy has skill has opportunity but it's just kind of aging um, and when you look at the guys behind him, I don't think there are any other rookies on this team uh, that are significant. So he is going to get opportunity. That's why he's a little bit higher than some of these other guys on this list. Uh, but he is, of course, you know, he's kind of slight. And he was pushed out of uh, uh, Philadelphia uh, in favor of other running backs. So Miles Sanders at 24. Number 23, we have the new starter here, Alexander Madison of the Vikings. Uh, with the dismissal of uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. He um, he's a fifth year guy, uh, finally getting his opportunity in his fifth year. This is uh, a little bit um, unusual. Um, this guy's a. I heard him speak during one of the uh, preseason games against the Seahawks. He he sounds like a pretty smart guy. I mean, I don't know how that plays into playing running back, but uh, he seems like a like a pretty smart guy. Um, he should also be handcuffed by uh, the rookie Dwayne McBride, which is a guy that I wasn't too um, impressed with. But again, he is a rookie, and I like rookies. Um, that's really all there is to say about this guy. Uh, he's a little bit of an unknown since he hasn't had a, a full workload yet. But it, to some extent, like I said, that's kind of a good thing relative to these other guys. He hasn't had that kind of damage that a lot of these other guys have. So, Alexander Madison at number 23. At 22, we have J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens entering his fourth year, but really, he hasn't played much in his entire career. This guy has been all um, potential, uh, but he's just had injury after injury after injury, but he's still going to be the starter of this team. 
So he still has opportunity, and we all know he has skill. But is he going to live up to that? Um, of course, you have Gus Edwards behind him. He's a little bit older. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, you have the, the the rookie Keaton Mitchell that you might want to handcuff him uh, with. He had a good run tonight, actually, against uh, the, uh, the Commanders. He looks like he's like um, maybe Alvin Kamara from Wish. Um, he's just okay as well. Uh, this is really a boomer bust type of pick. Relatively young, has skill, has opportunity. Um, he might start because um, I think he got injured in August of last year. So this is a year since I think an ACL tear. So he may start a little bit shaky, but the upside is really high on this guy. Um, 22 sounds about right for J.K. Dobbins. At 21, we got Rashad White from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is his second year, and this is the lowest you're going to see a uh, second-year guy with this opportunity because I'm just not a fan of him. <laughs> uh, and I said it last year as well. He is a plotter, and he is not fast. He is good at catching passes out of the backfield. That's his forte. And if they can do that more with him, just passing the ball out of the backfield, get him PPR points, then he'll be valuable. He's young. He's you know he has he's a lot of tread left um, on his tires. So that's the the plus. The advantage uh, is the opportunity and um, the fact that he's young. But there is a rookie on this team that I do like a lot named Sean Tucker. And this is one of the uh, more pressing uh, handcuffs that you should make sure that you, you have. If you get Rashad White, you should make sure to get Sean Tucker. This is one of the rookies that I, I do think will start um, at some point this season. Um, and that's what I said last year about some guys that people laughed at me about. Isaiah Pacheco, I said it. Nobody thought. Tyler Algier, I said. Nobody thought. Um, there are others as well. But uh, Sean Tucker, look for him to, to start at some point this season as well. Moving on to number 20, we got the big man, Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. But he is entering his eighth year. He's getting up there in age. Um, of course, you have to give respect to this guy. He is, um, he's been a great running back throughout his career. And he always has the potential to break out a, a big run. But, of course, he's known for... Really, because of his size, if he gets stopped at the line, it's um, it's a lot of like one yard gain, two yard gain, one yard loss, and then if you get him in space, and if the Titans are smart, they'll throw him the ball more, get him in more space. That where he, that's where he's really lethal because when you get him past uh, the defensive linemen and have some of these outside linebackers and defensive backs try to tackle him, he is extremely extremely dangerous he can just run them over and um very very dangerous so if the titans are smart they would actually do that but he's also older he can break down and he has a rookie behind him um ty J. spears uh who you should handcuff him with for sure uh i believe he's actually second on the depth chart some of these rookies that i'm talking about before this are maybe third or fourth on the depth chart sometimes they're second but Ty J. Uh, Spears, um, he does look really, really promising as well. So if Derrick Henry does get injured, Ty J. Spears is the guy to have. So handcuff Derrick Henry with Ty J. Spears. But 
Number 20, Derrick Henry. At number 19, we got Austin Eckler of the Chargers. Uh, this is his seventh year in the league. Uh, again, this is a guy that was disgruntled, you know, when early in the season when him and Saquon and and Josh Jacobs and all these guys got together and said, oh, why, why aren't we getting contracts? We're so productive. I could have told you this all along. Running backs are just not not valuable. They they're they're most valuable as rookies. Uh, and this is uh, another example of that. Of course, Austin Eckler we know is a great great player, both uh, as a rusher and a pass catcher. He's, he's extremely fast, but running backs are just replaceable. But I'll go back to the positives here. Skilled has opportunity. But he is just aging a little bit. And and most importantly, one of the rookies I like most is on this team, Elijah Dotson. And this is, again, another guy, Elijah Dotson. If you draft Austin Eckler, grab Elijah Dotson for sure. He is a very, very good rookie running back. So Austin Eckler at number 19. At number 18, we have a guy that's going first overall in many drafts. Um, and... Uh, of course, I would never do it, but uh, Christian McCaffrey of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he's entering his seventh year. This is a guy that many people forgot was injured pretty much every year um, from his second or third year onward. Uh, up until last year, I think last year, he was you know, healthy most of the year. But um, guy entering his seventh year has an injury history. Of course, the skill is there, both in the running and the passing game. Uh so I couldn't really put him lower than 18, of course. As we know, he has skill, he has opportunity, but that age is really creeping up on him. So Christian McCaffrey, number 18. At number 17, we got a guy that's very similar, Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, entering his sixth year. He has a very similar career arc to Christian McCaffrey here, where it just seemed like Every year, from his second year onward, he's been injured, um, sometimes missing the whole season or most of the season, and it just doesn't bode well. Listen, of course, skill, opportunity, but the body, it can just give out, especially for a running back. These guys, these defensive linemen and linebackers are bigger, faster, stronger every year. And uh, just takes a toll on these running backs. Uh, the rookie you want on this team, the rookie running back you want on this team is Eric Gray. He looked okay. I'd say he's like probably middle of the pack in terms of the rookie running backs I was looking at. So if you get Saquon Barkley, take rookie Eric Gray as a handcuff. <coughs> Moving on to number 16 here, we got Javonta Williams of the Broncos. Uh, he is entering his third year. He had a very unfortunate injury last year i was a big fan of this guy i think i had him in the top five last year uh in my ranking but um that injury really slowed him down if you watched him this preseason you saw that he was very tentative uh he is um trying to feel himself back into uh, uh form of course this this is a guy that is has opportunity number one in the depth chart has skill but um, this guy reminds me of uh, what Brian Robinson was like when he came back from getting shot last year. Just doesn't really trust his leg yet. Doesn't really trust it. Um, but the age, he's still young. He has opportunity. He has skill. So I couldn't put him any lower than 16. Javonta Williams at 16. 
At number 15, we got Najee Harris of the Steelers entering his third year here. Um, this is a guy that impressed me last year because I, dra- I, I had Jalen Warren, his backup, in pretty much all of my leagues thinking this guy is going to get injured for sure. For sure. And he got injured like almost every game. He had that Mike Evans thing where he gets injured every game but then just comes back into the game. Um, I don't know if they're just, you know, feeding this guy quarters on shots or, you know, he's taking painkillers or, or what it is. But he just manages to fight through some of these injuries. If he hadn't, I would have um, definitely put him lower on this list. But um, as it is, Najee Harris... I can't put him lower than this. Uh, he gave my respect, and of course, he has opportunity. He's young, and he has some skill. I think he is a little bit slow, to be honest with you. I, I'm not really a fan of him as an all-around running back. I think he'd be great as a goal line back, and then use Jalen Warren or uh, rookie uh, Jordan Bird as to do some of the early down work. Um, as far as Jordan Bird, the rookie running back that you can handcuff him with, I'll make an exception here because Jalen Warren is also a second-year guy. Consider Jalen Warren as well as Jordan Bird uh, to handcuff uh, Najee Harris here. Um, So Najee Harris in the middle of the pack here at number 15. Moving on to 14, we have Khalil Herbert of the Chicago Bears. Um, This is a guy entering his third year. He uh, has opportunity. He has uh, skill. He had a great 56 or 59-yard run into the end zone, showed his determination uh, during the preseason. Um, This is a guy that uh, uh, has been exceeding expectations. Um, That's why I like this guy. He's young. He has skill. He has opportunity. Of course, they brought in Deonta Foreman, uh, who is similar to Khalil Herbert but a little bit older. Uh, I don't like the age in Donta Foreman. But the real issue with Khalil Herbert here, I mean, if he can stay healthy, then he is worthy of this number 14 spot. But if not, they have a guy, a rookie running back, Roshan Johnson, who is also one of my favorite rookie running backs. Uh, this guy can also be in every down back. So he can, he can take the job of Khalil Herbert at, at one if he gets injured. So this is a guy... If you get Herbert, you got to take Roshan Johnson as his uh, rookie um, uh, handcuff, essentially. So, uh, number 14, Khalil Herbert. At number 13, we got Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns um, entering his sixth year here. I know this is another guy that people are going to look at and say, wow, uh, you're, you're – He's way too low. <laughs> I know people are taking him as a top five running back. Believe me, I know he is extremely skilled. He has opportunity. Uh, and if you listen to our top running backs of all time, um, I th- I think that Nick Chubb can continue on a trajectory where he can become a top 10 running back of all time if he continues on this uh, trajectory. Um, but again, uh, entering his sixth year uh the age is this the age is there uh, the nfl isn't what it used to be uh, but you know he does consistently play more games than i would expect him to play that is why he is a little bit higher on my list than other guys like mccaffrey and barkley and and whatnot 
and it seems like he is going to um, have a, a ton of opportunity. I don't think there are any other rookie running backs on this team. So uh, Nick Chubb here at number 13. At number 12, we got Tony Pollard from the Cowboys, one of my old favorites. Uh, entering his fifth year, he had a very unfortunate injury. Uh, I think it was a pretty severe injury last year that he is just now coming back from. So he is another guy that uh, may be rusty, may not play week one. I think he's a little iffy on week one. But as a pass catcher and as a rusher you know, in space, has a ton of talent. And he's going to have opportunity here because his backups, even though you know, um, some people say Malik Davis, um, but Deuce Vaughn, I mean, the guy that's like, tiny man this guy's like 5'5 five five or something he has impressed during the preseason he played uh, my Seahawks and um, this guy could be a Darren Sproles I mean I know we kind of throw that name out there but he is built just like Darren Sproles and he has a lot of the skill you know he had that run where he was almost got tackled and then just kind of um, spun out from uh, the defender so again if you get Tony Pollard who I like, but might be rusty coming back, pick up rookie Deuce Vaughn as his handcuff. Moving on to number 11, we got another one of my favorites, DeAndre Swift uh, from the Eagles, uh, entering his fourth year. This is a guy that's getting slammed in a lot of other fantasy football podcasts, uh, saying he's, uh, he's going way too high saying that Gain, Kenneth Gainwell is going to take uh, his his uh, carries, uh, maybe Boston Scott. Of course, they got Rashad Penny, who I know is a Seahawks supporter, uh, just can't stay healthy. And I don't know why the Lions got rid of DeAndre Swift, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, I know Jameer Gibbs tantalizing and, you know, following kind of what I believe that after the fourth year, you know, you don't want to pay a second contract to a running back. So I understand that. But maybe you could have worked out a deal that was um, less money uh, than, uh, you know, at a reasonable price. I watched him during the preseason. This guy looks still looks really, really good. So um, DeAndre Swift at uh, number 11. I have, I have faith in this guy. Moving on to number 10, a very interesting one here. <coughs> we have Travis Etienne. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, entering his uh, third year, but of course we know he was injured during his first year. So uh, really, this is his second year of experience. Um, a guy that one of the fastest guys I remember seeing when he was in college at Clemson, I believe, and showed a, a lot of good stuff last year. Um, very fast, but you know needs to work on maybe his retention of the ball, not to fumble. And one of the bigger issues this guy is going to face is his backup, who now we are reaching my favorite rookie running back of this uh, year, um, Tank Bigsby. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see because Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby, actually, I could put them both kind of at this level here at number 10. Uh or, or, you know, Tank Bigsby, I could even maybe put higher. You know, if Travis Etienne wasn't here, Tank Bigsby might be in my top five um, uh, running backs if he was a starter. He's really, really, really good. 
this is another guy that you have to, you have to. If you draft, if you draft Travis Etienne, you must draft Tank Bigsby as his uh, handcuff here. Moving on to number nine, we got Ramondre Stevenson of the New England Patriots. This is a guy entering his third year. Uh, Damian Harris is no longer on the team. Uh, this is a team that that signed Ezekiel Elliott uh, for a good amount of money. I think they gave him like $4 million. I don't get that at all. Um, behind Ramondre Stevenson, there are some guys, but none of them as good as him. Kevin Harris, uh, Pierre Strong, J.J. Taylor. Uh, none of them as good as him. This guy is going to have opportunity. Uh, he is a good running back. He is young. Uh, he is skilled. So he is very clearly, for me, in the top 10. Ramondre Stevenson at number 9. At number 8, we got Brian Robinson of the Commanders. Uh, going into his second year, I kind of alluded to him earlier. I was um, This guy was maybe a top 3 running back for me last year. But after he got shot and he came back, there was a noticeable uh, lack of trust in his uh, knees. Um, he is extremely skilled. He is young. He is the starter. He has opportunity. And people are saying that he looks better in camp this year, uh, that he looks more explosive, that he looks like the guy he was before he got shot last year. So I am banking on that. Um, this is another team that has a uh, rookie running back that looks pretty good, uh, Chris Rodriguez Jr. So if you end up drafting Brian Robinson, definitely take rookie running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. Um, of course, everyone knows Antonio Gibson is on this team, but Antonio Gibson is a guy that has had sort of an enigmatic career, uh, started off really good, has been inconsistent since. So the guy that you want on this team as the handcuff, in my opinion, is Chris Rodriguez, uh, but Brian Robinson here at number eight. Number seven, we got my guy here, Kenneth Walker III of the Seattle Seahawks. Entering his second year, of course, tremendously skilled, um, has opportunity, and is young. However, is already dealing with injury issues very early on in his career. Kind of reminds me of a Travis Etienne type. Um, he is a home run hitter, so if he gets... Um, this is a guy that, that um, of course, he is not the biggest guy, but he is very strong for his frame. Uh, there are a lot of one and two yard runs with him, but when he gets in, um, when he gets in open space, he's, he's a guy that's going to break it for a, a touchdown. And that's becoming more rare. I'm seeing in a lot of running backs. So that value is very, very high. So all three of those things that I mentioned in the beginning, opportunity, skill, age, all working for him. Uh, but again, this is another guy that the Seahawks drafted a running back early in this draft. Rookie Zach Charbonnet. You must, you must draft. Uh, if you draft Kenneth Walker, you must get Zach Charbonnet as his rookie handcuff. And Zach Charbonnet looks good. This is a guy that trucks guys consistently, lowers his shoulder. And he's had shoulder injuries because of it. But he is a great, uh, he was a great runner at UCLA. He looked great in the preseason. But he, again, has some injury risk. And I would even throw out another guy because both of these guys have had some injury stuff in the preseason. Uh, McIntosh. Uh, I forget his name. Ken McIntosh or Charles McIntosh. His name is McIntosh. 
Um, you'll find him maybe in the 500s in terms of ADP. He's another guy that uh, would probably be the third string running back for this team for the Seahawks. So Kenneth Walker at number seven. At number six, we got Brees Hall of the New York Jets uh, entering his second year. Unfortunately, he had a bad injury last year as well. Took him out for, a bit. I think, the second half of the season, maybe. Looked great. Was the number one running back uh, for, for a time. Um, I... Of course, he's going to have opportunity. He His age, he's still young. He can still bounce back from this, and he has skill. He was a guy, though, that I will admit last year looked to me a little bit like uh, just doesn't have that top-end speed. So, you know, if he did and if he didn't have this injury history, of course, this guy would maybe be like a top four, top three type of guy. But because of those things... Um, I have him here at number six, and uh, the rookie handcuff, the rookie running back handcuff for this team would be Izzy Abaniconda. Izzy Abaniconda. Uh, what a fun name to say, but he uh, he is a rookie, and he would be the guy that I think you want to handcuff, although I have to give the caveat, this is a team that signed Dalvin Cook. Uh, they also have Michael Carter, I think is maybe entering his fourth year. They have Zonovan Knight who's entering his second year. They do have a lot of young guys on this team. They have a lot of running back firepower on this team. Uh, it's hard to imagine the Jets actually not doing well this year with all their firepower, their new quarterback, a lot of their receivers. It's beside the point. But uh, Brees Hall is the main guy on this team, but make sure to get handcuffs for him because he is coming back from a serious injury. And the one I suggest is Izzy Abanaconda, who looks fairly good. I think maybe he's in the second tier of the rookie running backs I've been I've been monitoring. Moving on to number five, we got one of my favorites from last year, and I projected to be here, and everyone laughed at me, Isaiah Pacheco from the Kansas City Chiefs. Going into his second year, had a great, great, great end of last year when he was finally able to start ahead of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Helped the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl, and because he played so long in the season, he um, picked up an, an injury that he is coming back from. Like I said, a lot of these guys, if they're young and they get injured, they can still bounce back if they're in their first, second, third year, usually first or second. Um, so this is a guy that I am banking on uh, bouncing back. He's probably going to be ready for, for week one here. Great, great uh, running back, both as a rusher and as a pass catcher. The rookie running back that you would want to have as your handcuff here is Daenerik Prince. Um, he's a guy that uh, got uh, that showed some sparks here. Uh, he is uh, being used more, I think, as a pass, uh, sorry, as a uh, punt returner or as a kickoff returner. But um, again, he's a rookie. I think he could pass bypass Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, if Isaiah Pacheco were to get injured. So at number five, we got Isaiah Pacheco. Number four, this is another guy that I forgot earlier that I said James Cook was eventually going to be starting, and he was. Uh, at number four, James Cook of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, going into his, his second year, this is his backfield now. Devin Singletary is gone. Zach Moss is gone. Uh, this is Dalvin Cook's brother. We remember, you know, Dalvin Cook in his prime. This guy has great genes. He is a very solid, solid, solid running back. 
has speed, has power, has skill, has opportunity, has age on his side. I mean, this guy's primed, primed for a great year on a great team. Uh, and uh, there's no real back um, uh, handcuff for this guy. I don't. I don't think that they drafted a rookie running back, so he's going to have a ton of opportunity. They didn't play him much last year uh, until the very end, so he hasn't. He's basically kind of in in rookie form because they didn't use him a lot. He didn't take that rookie da- that damage of the of a full year. So James Cook at number at number four. As we move into our top three guys here. Damian Pierce from the Houston Texans entering his second year. This was uh, the guy that was number one on my list last year as a rookie. And he showed everybody why. Explosive. Has uh, the will to break tackles when he runs. Runs over people. Even on a terrible Texans team. He was tremendous. And the team was so bad that they didn't even continue to play him at the end of last year, unfortunately. Um, but maybe it's, maybe in some ways that good they preserved him, I think, for the last two or three games. Now, with C.J. Stroud, hopefully he's okay. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, a revamped team. They have they picked up a lot of – the Texans picked up a lot of good players in the draft and in free agency as well. I think Damian Pierce is only going to be better this year. Uh, so Damian Pierce at number three. At number two. You guessed it. You know my criteria at this point. We got Jameer Gibbs from the Detroit Lions. He is a rookie. He is going to have plenty of opportunities. He is already the starter of this team. He has skill, we all know, from Alabama. And he he's looked good in the preseason. He's looked good. Uh, this is going to be his prime. Like I, like I said, these running backs, their prime is their rookie year. So he has all of those things. Um, he does have David Montgomery behind him, who is an aging running back. A lot of people are saying, oh, who's going to start? Oh, is David Montgomery going to take his touches? I really don't think so. Uh, I think this guy is going to um, take the job and, and, and run with it. Um, so Jameer Gibbs at number two. But there's only one guy that I think is in a better opportunity to, to succeed this year. And it's something that that everyone thinks, and it's very, very interesting to me that B. John Robinson uh, of the Atlanta Falcons is going on many people's draft boards, number one. This is something that you did not see in the past, a rookie running back being drafted. But with the new mindset now that people are finally picking up on, that running backs are in their prime as rookies, now they're starting to do it. Now people are starting to catch on. So uh, Bijan looked tremendous in the preseason. They played him maybe only a few plays, but looks really, really, really good. And he has everything I, I described before. Has skill, explosiveness, speed. He's a big guy, can truck people. Um, has the opportunity as the starter already. And the fact that they drafted this guy with Ari, when they already have Tyler Algier who I was a big fan of. I was very conflicted when they made this pick because I thought, you got Algier, you don't need to draft another guy. But obviously, when you draft a running back, you don't got to pay him for you know, four years, essentially. So I get it. And they are going to use Tyler Algier, don't get me wrong. But Bijan Robinson, the good thing about him 
is he is a great pass catcher as well. And you saw in the preseason, they gave him very few opportunities, but he had that great one-handed catch. Um, this guy is, uh, he's going to go early in your drafts. I mean, I understand. And, you know, I'm not a big believer in, in, in picking uh, running backs early, uh, obviously. So I I probably won't get him. But uh, if you're a guy that uh, that believes in, in drafting running backs early, this is the guy to take. Uh, Bijan Robinson at number one. So that'll do it. That's the top 32 fantasy running backs for the 2023 fantasy football season. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for um, uh, tuning in, whether you're watching on YouTube. And if you are, please go ahead and subscribe. Uh, we just surpassed triple digit subscribers on YouTube. I was um, trying to reach that goal before the football season started. So I'm immensely thankful to you guys for that. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, please go ahead and uh, follow us on there and give us a good rating, five stars if you if you feel we're worthy of that. Um, and on any other podcast as well, Apple Podcast, uh, a lot of you uh, listen on Amazon, Alexa. Um, you know, drop in the comments where you're, you're what platform you're listening on, which podcast platform. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram. There's a lot of cool reels that we put on Instagram that I think that a lot of you would enjoy. Uh, so go ahead and follow us on, on Instagram as well. Just look up football v football podcast and on Twitter as well. Twitter is kind of an interesting space. If you don't have that blue check mark, it's very tough to, to gain traction. But if you're on Twitter, we're also at the football v football podcast. Um, I think that's it. This is the first of the series. We're going to go through the other positions as well to try to help you all out in your fantasy football uh, endeavors. Um, and, you know, I, I don't want to mention my credentials at the beginning, but I have been playing fantasy football for a long time. Um, I think at this point maybe like 20 years. So I think I, you know, kind of know what I'm doing at this point and, and um, have been able to do well in a lot of leagues. So... Uh, I know there's a lot of guys out there that 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 have fantasy football advice, um, and you can choose to go anywhere. And if you've listened this long on this podcast, I really appreciate it. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, this can uh, help you guys. And maybe at the end of the season, you can come back to this video and said, you know, old baggers helped me to win a title. Thank you so much for listening. We'll probably do either wide receivers or uh, quarterbacks next uh, next on this list. And have a fantastic day, football fans.